0: Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA Podcast. Keelan here with
1: you guys. And Jessica. And today we're talking about a mistake you may be making at the start of any unit in your classroom. So I'll be curious. Do you think you're doing this or are you like, nope, girls, I'm on it?
0: (laughs) I like that. I like the title of it, too, because sometimes it's like, oh, I didn't even realize, right? that I was doing that or that goodness. I should, could be doing something differently that's going to have a lot of an impact on our students. Or so, sure. We're going to be talking about kind of how we begin and how we do the planning for the beginning of any unit. We're talking about any like novel unit or short story unit or poetry unit or standard unit. This isn't necessarily like a new grammar concept, a new vocabulary unit per se, but more like literature, text-based units, if that makes mm-hmm.
1: sense.
0: Um, And these that we do are called into lessons. That's like our name for it. Um, And we use an into lesson at the beginning of any unit to introduce this particular unit or these particular concepts to our students. And I don't know about you, but I remember when I first started teaching and I was introducing a new story, it would be like, okay, class, we're going to be reading X, Y, and Z. Let's, you know, let's start the KWL (laughs) chart. And I'm like, Oh my God, I hate (laughs) it. I mean, it's great. Like in some ways, but it's so boring to introduce it though. (laughs) I actually liked it for certain things that we did very select few things. (laughs) I'm not a fan of KWL, but
1: that was just my personal (laughs) preference. But yeah, you're right. It's like, you just started the unit. There wasn't a lot of thought, at least on my part, Yeah, about hooking my students or giving them context and background information before we started. And then once you and I kind of started working together, started developing this um, teaching philosophy of using an into through and beyond lesson, which is actually what we'll be talking about on the podcast for the next three weeks, we'll be breaking those apart. Um, It really did change a lot of My teaching style. It helped me plan more effectively, and it made my lessons stronger. Yeah, absolutely. And what's great is when you can
0: hook your students, and I'm sure this is what you're going to talk about. um, Before you start teaching the lesson, they're so much more likely to engage and to participate. It's kind of like having a hook, you know, at the beginning of an essay when you're writing about a problem solution topic or something like that. That you want people to be engaged with your topic before you start diving into all
1: of the true meat and content of that essay. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all, I think all about hooking our students Mm -hmm. and getting them engaged and excited from the get-go. So an into lesson, if you really want to be practical about it, it's really one to two class periods before a unit starts. And that sole purpose is to hook your students. So there's lots of different activities you can do, and it can be super simple, right? You might put a sign on your door that just says, you don't want to miss class on Thursday. (laughs) Right. You're already hooking them. They're like, why, what are we doing? What are we doing? You're like, oh, I don't know. I can't tell you, but you just don't want to miss it. And then maybe Thursday's class is a really fun investigation trail or a prediction activity that, you know, you make just a little next level for them Mm -hmm. about the upcoming book. But anyway, you're hooking them and they're pumped about learning. And that's what we want with the into lesson.
0: Yes. And it piques students' interest, right? Like we, they're so like, hmm, that same exact thing that you said, like what is Mrs. Mitchell going to do in class on Thursday? Um, but we also want to tie it into our lessons. You know, of course, we're going to do something interesting like that or, you know, controversial posters or popcorn predictions is one of the ones that we love. Um, so it's not only hooking them and engaging them, but it also serves more of a purpose in that it's giving them background information about the text that you're going to be reading. So for example, the controversial posters that I use for our Romeo and Juliet unit. Mm-hmm. They're not just like random controversial <laughs> questions, right? They're questions that have to do with the play and the overall themes of the play that I'm going to give my students that get them arguing with each other about their answers to those questions, which I think is really an exciting way to get them in- interested, right, in the themes and the larger themes. that will right. be Right. So what did
1: you do? You put the posters around your classroom, right, with different Yes, different questions. questions
0: Okay. Yeah. So it was like, you know, is there an age that's too young to marry? Is true love possible at first sight? Questions like that. And I actually so I put the posters up around the classroom. They're not posters. I mean, they were just pieces of pieces of paper. Of computer paper that I put up around the classroom. Right. Um, and I actually had my students do it with post-it notes. So they, you know, wrote their responses on post-it notes and posted them. Next to the questions. And then they had to go pick another classmate's post it note to other respond to the questions and respond to their post. So kind of like a silent debate. Silent bait, yeah. But with post it notes. So it was actually a lot easier to structure and put together. And then we came back to class as like a whole class and had a discussion about each of the questions. And my students were like up in arms and arguing with each other and supporting evidence for their reasoning based on, you know, like their own personal knowledge. Right. So that mm-hmm. was cool too, to see them bringing that element of responses to literature without a literary text, right. To support their reasoning. It was yeah. more like personal experiences to support their reasoning, which I thought was cool too.
1: Well, and what I love about the example you're sharing is it doesn't sound like a ton of prep on your part. Like you came up with the questions, you could make them fancy on paper, or you could just write them down on a piece mm-hmm. of paper, totally. hang them around the room. And then the students are doing the work. Yes. So it's like an into lesson can Absolutely hook students, but not take a lot of time and production on your part.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I think sometimes we're like, oh my gosh, it has to be so engaging. Well, like that means a lot of work. That was so engaging and probably took me five minutes to put together. And now it's done. And I have it for every time in the future I'm ever going to teach Romeo and Juliet. And I have that concept now in my mind. For any other unit where controversial posters will work, and this is like one of our things that we harp yes. on all the time, is to rinse and repeat. You know, do it again. That was such a great activity. Why don't no, right. bring that same into lesson to a different unit?
1: Well, and I think one final thing with that, it's you're rinsing and repeating, but you're also like rinsing and repeating the idea of an into lesson itself. So mm-hmm. now when you're done with whatever unit you're on, okay, come up with a new into lesson for your next unit. And it just helps you structure your lesson planning and almost be more efficient with how you plan out the rest of your year.
0: Yeah. Um, so kind of to recap everything, right? The into lesson is how you're going to introduce a new unit and a new, uh, standard, not a standard, but like a new concept, right? A new uh, literature unit or a novel unit, et cetera. And that's going to be one or two days of class probably not more than that. If it's going right. more than that, I, I, you know, you might be going overboard <laughs> with your, with your into lesson. Um, and so it really helps you reflect as a teacher, right? How, um, am I going to begin this unit? How do I usually begin my units? What can I do to engage my students with this unit? You know, how can I hook them? Um, and so this is a, that great opportunity for you to really bring in that engagement piece right from the beginning, um, at the start of the unit. And one thing that I do want to mention, you know, we're talking about the into lesson This particular podcast episode next week, we'll be going over the through lessons, and then on the third week, um, we'll be talking about our beyond lessons. But this might be the first time you've kind of ever heard us talk about this concept of into, through, and beyond. And we, I guess, we've kind of dubbed it like the EB lesson planning approach, if you will. Um, because it is how we plan all of our lessons for our EB teachers club, it's how we planned all of our lessons for our EB writing program, it's how we plan any resource that we create really comes through this lens of what's an into lesson for this particular concept or unit what are the three lessons we're going to teach and then what is the beyond lesson that we're going to have our students show their understanding of this particular standard and unit and so if you jump back to episode 86, that is an episode that really gives you a broad overview of like our thought process, our planning process. And so that's going to give you more of that like blanket understanding to then come back maybe again and listen to this episode a second time, just start to think about, okay, how can I apply this concept into my own lesson planning for introducing a unit. And then next week again we'll talk about the through lessons, what that even means, what those are, and then on the third week we'll talk about our beyond lessons, following that into through and beyond approach.
1: So we challenge you this week when you're you know you're listening to this episode and it's fresh in your mind, think about an into lesson you can do with your own students. Keep it simple, but keep it engaging and let us know how it goes.
0: Yes. Uh, Tag us on Instagram, you know, send us a DM so that we know that you are using it. Or if you have questions, anything like that, we're at EB academics. Please feel free to reach out to us. I will always respond. Even if I respond like three days later, I will always get back to you on Instagram. (laughs) So don't fret. All right, you guys, thanks so much for joining us. Make sure that you come back next week where we'll be talking about the second part of our EB lesson planning approach, which is talking about the through lessons. Those are really the heart and the meat of your units. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great one. See you then.